Figure facts for life. We just want you to be healthy. Health and happiness. If you pay attention to what goes in your body, you'll be amazed at the results. Fuel, nourish, and heal your body. Eating healthy. Well, well that's everything. Put the right fuel in. Take care of your engine. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Roberta Janeiro. Welcome to Figure Facts for Life. I'm your host, Roberta Gennaro. I'm really excited about our segment for today because I've been thinking about doing this for a while. You know, I, I've been a registered dietitian for over 30 years and I'm talking to people about, you know, how to better fuel, nourish, and heal their body for good health. And I have a very special place in my heart for young women that are struggling with how to eat healthy amidst all the pressures of, you know, being in high school or being in college and what do I eat? And, you know, there's peer pressure because my friends are choosing these foods. You know, should I choose them too? And not only that, but I have over the 30 years counseled many young women with eating disorders, both bulimia and anorexia. And if I can do anything as a health professional, as a registered dietitian to help these young women understand how to better fuel, nourish, and heal their bodies through the foods they choose and be able to interact with their peers and not feel like they're, you know, on the sideline choosing foods that, you know, maybe nobody else is eating. But I just teach them how to do it in a way, and maybe they're even the leaders then that show their friends what they need to be doing to be healthier. So let me just say that when I'm in my family, like at family gatherings and stuff, a lot of times I get questions from my family members. So I have Alexandra and Andriana, who are sisters, and through marriage, um, my second cousins. So um, we, you know, we're talking about, they're like, oh, we'd love to come and ask you some questions on your podcast. And I'm like, okay, you know, bring along a friend or something. So we have Sophia here, who's Andriana's friend, and they're in the studio. I thought it'd be really cool to share the questions that they have, and then my answers with my viewers and listeners so that everybody's benefiting from this information. So with that, I'd like to just turn over to the girls. Hi, girls. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Oh, and I also have to shout out to Hinsdale Central for um, that's where they go to high school. And Alexandra is getting ready. She's starting to apply to colleges, and she wants to go to a Big Ten, hopefully U of I. (laughs) That's my alma mater. Um, But anyway, you know, she was kind of asking me some things about that going away to college and her concerns about eating healthfully when she's away at college so she doesn't gain that, you know, freshman 15 they always talk about. So um, anyway, who wants to go first? I'll go first. (laughs) Okay, Alexandra. Um, So I said a few questions about when you should eat when you have sports after school. So if you should eat before sports or after sports and how you should be during the sports if it is like three hours long. Okay. All right. So there's a couple things to think about when you're an athlete or you're a cheerleader, Mm -hmm. right? So you're cheering the athletes on, but you're still burning a lot of energy in that activity and you're losing a lot of fluid because you're, you know, chanting and all these cheers, right? Yeah. So it's important to 
Um, if it's a physical activity where they're going to be tossing you around and that kind of thing, and you just don't want to have a lot in your stomach, one of the things I love to recommend are these um, high-protein like smoothie drinks that are on the market that may have like 20, 30 grams of protein in them, and uh, maybe even a blend of fruits and vegetables. And then you can just sip on that while you're cheering, and it's not going to be heavy in your stomach and maybe... You won't be burping it up if you're, you know, jumping around, like I said, or they're flipping you around. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the other thing that's super important, though, along with that is to have uh, something to drink. So water, preferably. You know, a lot of kids are into some of these uh, electrolyte replacements. Like Gatorade. Yeah, yeah. So um, they're into electrolyte replacements, but those, a lot of them have sugars in them. I'd rather you eat fruit and drink water. Okay, because you're going to get the electrolytes from like a banana, which is really great. That digests fairly quickly. And um, you're going to get the potassium and the magnesium and all those things that you need uh, to feel really good and your muscles to be feeling good during your activity. But you're not going to be getting a lot of simple sugar. Okay, so that's the key. Now, some of these fruit smoothies out there on the market, they do have, you know, a fair amount of sugars in them. That's why I say sip on them. But you want to look for ones that they're not adding sugar, that the sugar is actually coming from pureed fruits and vegetables. Okay, the natural carbohydrate Mm -hmm. in those fruits and vegetables. All right. The other thing is you can, if you have an option for refrigeration during the day, you can make them at home and bring it with you, refrigerate it, and then take it with you. So that's another option as well. All right. Did that answer, answer yeah. your question? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. All right. Who's next? Um, I'll go. Okay. Um, I was wondering, um, is night snacking healthy? Because I know like for teenagers, after you do your homework, which is usually like later in the day, like is it healthy to have a snack after? Okay. So when it comes to snacking, um, generally... The rule of thumb is to fuel your system about every two and a half to three hours as a teenager, all right? So if you ate lunch at, you know, noon, then you're going to need a snack around three, all right? And then dinner's maybe around, you know, six, seven. And then if you're up late studying, you may need another snack around nine or 10, all right? What types of foods are great to snack on. I really like to recommend fresh fruit, like an apple and a handful of nuts or an apple and, and some kind of nut butter. You know, for those people that are allergic to nuts and can't have them, you know, maybe there's another source of protein because that combination of the sugar in the apple or the fruit and some protein and fat in the nuts is really a nice way to feel satiated or full and be able to then focus instead of what happens sometimes is the tendency with some teenagers is to go for like chips and cookies and stuff like that. But when those items hit the hydrochloric acid in your stomach, it actually, they disintegrate very quickly. There was a study they did with college uh, boys and uh, sugar-containing cereals, and they just could pretty much polish off almost a whole box and the reason is because they just were never getting full. Once that, that cereal, that puffed cereal hit their stomach acid, whoosh, it's gone. So you're not getting the distension of the stomach and the message sent to the brain that you're full. Um, so that's what's really key is to think about the components of your snacks, that there's a component that has fiber in it from fruits, vegetables, 
And then there's a component that has some little bit of fat and protein to help buffer and keep it keep you feeling full for another two and a half to three hours. All right. You know what, too, I want to go back to Alexandra, because Alexandra, you said like, um, as far as like, after an event. So let's say, you know, you mentioned the other day when we were talking that like you will cheer from like 7 or 7.30 until 9, 9.30 at That's night. typically on Friday nights. And Friday we? nights, yeah. right? And then everybody's going out to eat like to that fast food place. To a fast food place. And, and what are they ordering? Like well, we discussed like hot dogs, hamburgers, always there's always like fries, fries or milkshake and stuff like that. Right, right. So pretty calorically dense foods really late at night. Now, with what I just told Andriana that the body, you know, kind of processes over a three hour period, you know, if you're going to be up till one in the morning partying with your friends and dancing or, you know, you go to something like that after a, a ball game, um, that's one thing, okay, because you're going to burn it off, you're moving and, okay, but if you're going to literally go to bed like an hour after you eat a heavy meal like that, you may feel like you get some indigestion. I think you mentioned that yeah. you got heartburn, right? Yeah. It was, so you feel I like mean, a bad like stomach ache. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter like how old you are. I mean, you can have heartburn at 18 if you're eating like really greasy, high calorically dense foods late at night. So my suggestion was to, you know, try the chopped salad or, you know, see if there's a salad that is, is on the menu that you like. You know, there's, there's a lot of, um, at some of these places, really great salads, like with fruits on them and berries and a little bit of protein, you know, and that kind of thing. Or the other option is if they have, believe it or not, like a pasta with marinara, because that's going to break down fairly quickly and it's not super high fat. So maybe you just do a side of that with a little, you know, grated cheese if you want on the Well, top. you know that we really like pasta. Yeah, I know, right? Because right? we're... <laughs> I have to say that I'm half Italian. And, well, yeah, so, yeah. So is my family, right? And, and some are 100. Um, percent So yes, we well. like our pasta. But I think that there's a lot of words out there about like carbs being fattening, and I want to dispute that. And I have on previous podcasts that the number one energy source for our body is carbohydrates. Yeah. It's what we couple it with. So you could even do a side of pasta with a small side salad. Again, the vegetable fibers helping to buffer the carbs in the pasta. And it's going to really, you know, and even if you wanted to have like a little protein on that, either the grated cheese or whatever they have, a meatball or something. Yeah. Okay. So, um, or a little chicken pieces. So you... At some of these places, you can kind of pick and choose what you'd like on it. But keep in mind that that maybe is not a full meal for you. If you had dinner earlier, that's a snack. And think about the components of the snack that we talked about, right? Something with fiber, something vegetable or fruit, and then something with protein and a little bit of fat. All right. So, Sophia, you're next. What question do you have? Um, going back to what you were saying about how sometimes like it takes your stomach like two and a half to three hours like for it to d- digest. Yes. Is that why like experts say like you shouldn't have some foods before going to bed? Because my mom's like told me that spicy foods before going to bed are like not good. Yeah. And like sugary foods. Yes. Okay. So some foods um, you actually have like a little door, like a trap door that shuts on the stomach. Okay, so there's certain foods and fluids that actually uh, lower that pressure 
and open that door and let the contents of the stomach kind of splash into the esophagus, which you don't want to be happening. They call it reflux. Have you ever heard of that? Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you have something spicy, it actually lowers that pressure. Also, fried foods do that, alcohol. Um, And so... You, you have to think about, um, and then really greasy fried foods too. I mean, I've said spicy foods, alcohol, caffeine is another one. So you don't want to do caffeinated beverages late at night. It's a good idea. Uh, it does take about two hours for the stomach to actually empty. Um, so it depends upon what you eat, but generally that's the rule of thumb. So you, it's a good idea not to eat right up on bedtime. And if you are going to have something, it's a liquid that's going to empty in 10 to 15 minutes or so, um, or something that breaks down very quickly and leaves the stomach quick. Okay. So did I answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, and sometimes we feel like if we just had something a couple hours ago, but we're like, oh, I just feel like a little hungry. A lot of times, thirst and hunger are confused. So you have to think about how much water have I had today? So if you think back and go, oh, I had dinner, but I didn't have anything to drink with dinner. You know, sometimes that happens. Then drink some water and that'll take the edge off. And that's something that you can have before bed. And they actually really recommend that. Decreases risk for heart attacks and strokes because your body is hydrated when you go to sleep versus dehydrated. All right. Um, so keep that in mind. And I think, um, Alexandra, you were saying, like, how much water, water do I need? She was asking me that the other day. And so what I suggest is you take your body weight and divide it in half. And then that number divided by eight, which is eight fluid ounces per cup, and you'll get a per cup. So say, for example, your weight's 120 and you divide it. It's 60 fluid ounces is recommended. And then divide that by eight. You're you're rough. You're just below. It's like seven and a half cups of fluid, just below eight cups, which is kind of a general rule of thumb for women, you know. But then, if you're out there cheering, dancing, really physically active in a sport, then you're going to need for every hour of that sport at least sixteen to twenty-four fluid ounces for every hour. Okay, just depends how physically stressful that activity is. Going back to like eating, like the morning time, so. Yes. Say like you wake up and remember we used to talk about this all the time because I'm not the biggest breakfast eater. Yes. So I like wake up and I'm not that hungry. Right. So what should I do in that case? Should I force myself to almost have something because I tend to get hungry towards like 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. But then I have lunch about like 1130-ish. So it's not the full like two hours. Right, right. So what you could do is a snack size meal at that earlier time. So that might be, for example, a banana with peanut butter and a glass of almond milk or a glass of milk. Okay. Okay. And that's going to empty fairly quickly and, and it's not going to make you feel really full or anything. The other thing is to drink water when you first wake up because you want to hydrate your body before you put food in your system. So at least eight, eight ounces to 16 ounces of fluid of water first thing in the morning and then put food in. So the other thing I just want to touch on, and then we have to wrap because the time is going fast, but this was so fun, um, is Alexandra's getting ready to go away to college. And I guess my biggest you know, advice on that is to take this advice and, you know, fuel your system about every three hours or so, um, whether it be a meal or a snack, so that you never get too hungry and get that desire to kind of overeat. All right. Keep yourself hydrated. Make sure you're drinking enough water. And then 
if friends are ordering pizza at night and that kind of thing, just be really moderate with it. Like, oh, you know, I'll have a cookie or I'll have a slice of pizza. And just be cognizant. Listen to your body. I think, you know, when we listen to our body, we understand when we're hungry and when we're just eating to eat, right? So as much as possible, don't just eat to eat because everybody else is eating. You know, if you want to have a little bit, that's fine, but just don't overdo it. Okay. And then I think being physically active because, you know, when you're in high school, you're in like sports and you're doing all this stuff. When you go to college, you may not be in those activities anymore. So you have to really be aware that you're going to have to make physical activity a part of your day. And they usually have like places you can work out. They have exercise classes going on on campus. So just make sure you get involved with that to stay physically fit and active. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Oh my gosh, you guys. I just had so much fun with these girls. And I hope that the information uh, from the questions that they had and that I shared really helps you fuel, nourish, and heal your body for good health. I want to make sure you stay in the know and check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Figure Facts LLC, all one word. That's F-I-G-U-R-E-F-A-C-T-S. LLC. Thank you for listening in and thank you for viewing. Have a great day and ciao, ciao for now.